0: Welcome to the Straight from the Source's Mouth podcast. Frank talk about sex and dating. Hello and welcome to episode 43 and the season two finale. My name is Tamara and you're listening to the Straight from the Source's Mouth podcast. And Carissa is back. And we're going to thank all of you for listening. And then we're going to talk about porn, sex languages and attraction levels. If you like this episode, be sure to tell your friends about it and rate it as well. Thanks for joining me. Thanks again, for Kesa. having me,
1: Tamara. And I'm excited about the season finality. Th- fina- finale, not finality. <laughs> uh, yes. And thank you to all <laughs> the listeners for tuning in and liking and subscribing. We really appreciate it. Like and share.
0: Yes. And I'm going to go through some of the stats, just where you guys are located. So we are, let me click on the right thing here. So, again, we are in all the continents. We said that last time. Um, You know, obviously more popular in North America where we are. And second is Europe. And then Oceania with Australia, New Zealand. And then Asia after that.
1: We're um, worldwide, Tamara.
0: And then. Yes, yes. Oh, actually, we just hit 54 countries. So it was 53 until today or yesterday. So we are now in 54 countries. So thank you very much for all you listeners worldwide. And some of the bigger cities are here in this area, of course, is the vast majority of the top ones. Arlington, Alexandria, Stafford, DC, Springfield and Baltimore. And then outside of us, Portland, Oregon, San Antonio, Los Angeles and i know vegas and yep las vegas is next decatur georgia everywhere new york coast, to coast. So yeah, yeah so just yeah so definitely thank you guys so much and i hope you're getting value i hope you're enjoying the different books we've recommended and the different topics i know a lot of people say there's tons of topics out there so that was kind of my goal yeah.
1: and if there's any suggestions that you'd like us to talk about may put it in the comments and we will um we will definitely try and create an episode around that topic.
0: Yeah. And I also have my email in some of the the episodes. So it's Tamara at straight from the sources mouth.co. And so if you want to um, email us to give us any suggestions as well. So yes, thank you very much again. All right. So next we were going to talk about porn. And the reason I want to talk about porn is because I read a book or I'm still reading a book called to raise a boy. So it's all about, just men's experience especially young men today's experience and one of the topics was you know porn we've talked about porn before it's not realistic necessarily but there is there are sites that are a little more realistic but just the almost danger of men and young boys and boys only masturbating to porn versus you know imagination um, just anything non-porn, because yes. <laughs> it, it, you might get to the point where you literally cannot do it unless you're watching it, and then you get married or have girlfriends and you cannot get turned on. Or so, just you know, if you're listening to this and you're someone that does it a lot, even if you just take a break from it and you know do it once in a while, consider it a treat or right. something. <laughs> it, this book just really just didn't. It just doesn't bode well for. Well, as a mom
1: of a, I say a young man, um. You know, growing. I found out. I've had many conversations with him. Very uh, candid. That's the word I'm looking for. Candid conversations with him. He's now. He just turned 21. um, And come to find out, he was introduced to porn at 12 on the school bus on one of his friend's cell phones. So, for all those moms out there with young boys, it's very appropriate to have conversations or have their dads have the conversation with them. And it's important that they're modeling that behavior and having that conversation with your children, because uh, if you're not, they are, I mean, it's very easily accessible to any device. They know how to clone their IP address, even if you've done, um, you know, parental controls, they know how to get around it. There is nothing better than having the conversation with them. And so it is important because, One, boys want girls to be porn stars, and girls think that the only way to have sex is to be a porn star, and that's not reality. That's not a caring, safe environment for either party. So I think it's important to have the conversation both with your son, not only with your son, but also with your daughters, but most
0: importantly, your sons. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that that brings me to sex education, which we weren't ne- necessarily talk about, but the book also addressed it as well. Just, you know, schools aren't doing it as much anymore. Or if it is, it's just a biology lesson. You don't get to, you know, the the togetherness, the consent where you actually enjoy it and want the person to have sex with you and they want to have it. And just all those things about, you know, sex education and pr- talking about protection and all that stuff very yes. much earlier than you think.
1: And drugs, and yeah,
0: it's weird. And there, but there are sites out there, and yeah, sites and books and all kinds of yeah. stuff to to get you to have the conversation and do it much earlier than you ever thought yes. it was necessary. If so, you are a parent and, or become a parent, you know,
1: specifically talking about protection, especially for your boys. Um, you know, you there. As I, I know, one of the things I said to my son was. I mean, he is a attractive young man and hopefully I've raised him to be kind and generous um to women and you know, so there are girls and who want to hitch their wagon to someone and the best and easiest way to do that is to get pregnant. And so obviously definitely regardless of what protection the woman I think says that they're on, you should always wear a condom and protect yourself from accidental pregnancy and or from STIs. So I think that's a conversation in addition to porn that it's important to have with boys because, uh, you know, with all of the Roe v. Wade things that have been happening, I think it's a good time to really educate your boys to um, be a part of the birth control conversation. So, Um, because it's not just the girl's responsibility. There's two parties that are having sex, not just one. So boys need to take responsibility um, as well for birth control, not just it's the girl's responsibility because they're the ones that are going to get pregnant. So um, I think it's important to have those conversations and be really candid. I know it's uncomfortable. It's not an easy conversation to have and they're going to be embarrassed and you're going to be embarrassed, but also make sure it's age appropriate. You don't need to get really deep into something with a 12-year-old. You just need to cover the highlights and make it a safe space so that they can
0: come and ask you questions, not just, you know. Yeah. Although I'm not sure if 12 is – I wouldn't say that for 12. I think at this age, like you said, your son was introduced to porn at 12, so maybe you could have a a little – you know, yeah deeper like maybe maybe yeah. not 8 <laughs> even then when girls are hitting puberty then i can't even believe it i mean
1: age appropriate for that you know girls mature much faster than
0: boys like
1: you know emotionally and mentally not and obviously with all of i mean with everything's going into our food these days i think girls are hitting puberty significantly i mean i was what 12 or 13 i think and i have nieces that at 10, 11. And I was like, wow, that's really early. But I think it's important, you know, just the words you choose and the amount of time should be age appropriate, Um, you know, cover the topics, but you don't have to get into, you know, every single thing. But as they get older, they'll know it's safe to come to you and talk to you more in depth about, you know, sex and porn. And um, as long as you make it a safe space.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that brings us to our next topic. If, <laughs> I know we're just meant to Sorry. cover just a little bit of each of these. So in our season finale. Oh, no. I mean, that's that meant the yeah. exactly perfect amount. And now I was going to talk about the sex languages. If you didn't know, there are sex languages just like there are love languages. Um, this was featured on sex, love, and goop, which is on Netflix, all about the sexual blueprint. And there is a quiz you can take, and I can add the link to it. But it's 22 questions to figure out if your style is more sexual, kinky, energetic, sensual, or shapeshifter, she called it. I'm guessing that means like someone that is flexible or does them all or, or likes them all, a little bit of some. But um, I personally am the sexual person um, when I took the quiz. So it's basically... <clears throat> Um, just being more into the physical body, like, you know, all this stuff, like kind of you can be turned on quickly and the physical body is what turns you on. And just having sex in general is pleasurable. And, um, and I don't have the more information about the other ones necessarily. Obviously kinky is, you know, I've done plenty of episodes on that BDSM and that kind of stuff. And, and you can have like, you know, primary one and a alternate alternative or a lesser one to yeah. kind of combos and i have not
1: taken the quiz but, um, so i don't really know what i am but guessing from the uh from the titles i think i'm kind of a combination of or shapeshifter maybe i'd have to really take the quiz yeah. but it's
0: a, yeah assuming right. that's what shapeshifter means which i'm pretty sure this is <laughs> the combo then you come, come on come on come on
1: come on come on chameleon
0: <laughs> Yeah and then I mean you can tell by the title um, there's a lot of a lot of people now that are energy workers and healers and that kind of stuff so and I know a guy who you know said he you can like reiki and stuff you can put your hands over someone that is energetic like you or if they are energetic you, just putting their hands you don't have to touch them but just having their hands above areas will like you know can excite the person who is energetic like that and then sensual I'm guessing I don't have the subs- description, but like I said, the quiz will tell you. Is I'm guessing more like the loving, tender part of you know this that side of yeah
1: of sex. I think definitely putting the link yeah. in in the bio would be great, and then you know take the test, see what you are, yeah. see who
0: you're compa- compatible with. Yeah, because I yeah exactly. It's it's good to know. I mean, and then like and we taught we said we were going to have and haven't had the episode on um, libido. You know, um, matching libidos or not, or when they don't match. So this would be another aspect of that it would be helpful to know. So if you're someone that wants it daily, and your partner, your potential new partner, is thinking more like weekly, that yeah, might be an issue. There's got to be guys, a compromise so. in
1: there. <laughs> that's a com. That's a
0: yeah. yeah. Or nip that in the bud yeah, and find a, the next definite guy. Definitely communication <laughs> right there.
1: You gotta definitely have that conversation. So.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the more information you know about each other, um, obviously, yeah, the things can go. I
1: which... was just recently watching a, I don't know, uh, something. I think it was a small TikTok clip um, of a longer YouTube video. I didn't go to the person's channel, but like, here are the top ten questions you need to ask somebody when you get into a relationship,
0: and it. This was one of the topics that, um, they said you need to yeah. talk about. Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up too, but I forgot too much of it to say it. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, those. It's the second time I've seen that person's um, TikTok videos, and they yeah. just make so much sense. And I, I want to say it's like yeah. Coach Joe or something is his name, but yeah, I was, you know, like just a really good questions to ask when you get first get started. Yeah.
1: And I was like, uh, how do I, I? Maybe I need to screen record this so I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> for my next relationship. Yeah,
0: actually, and I. I think I did send you that link. So maybe we can put that in the description as well. Cause I think those questions were like, fantastic. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, that would be perfect. If he knew that stuff about the other person, that would just be so helpful. And actually the episode I just recorded the season or episode 42. Um, You know, it's all about the differences between men and women. So hopefully you've already listened to that and you found that helpful as well. But our next topic, speaking of men and women is sexual attraction. And, I was always, I always, well, I watched, it started from watching Indian matchmaking. If you've seen that on Netflix at all, I I totally binged the entire two seasons and um, it's just a matchmaker and it's, you know, it's just cause you learn about, you know, couples and what things work and don't and, you know, you can kind of see stuff. So there was, you know, and generally she said, all the men want women that look like actresses, no matter what they look like. And I was like, and I remember noting that, like, hmm, that is interesting. I've definitely noticed that, too. Like, why do you guys think that? And then someone sent in a different Facebook group I'm in. They mentioned this whole paragraph about why that is the case and that, you know, they boiled it down to men are are seen as high status or high value if they have done achievements. They have money and status and power. But women, on the other hand, in society, at least, women are seen as, you know, their highest gift to the world is their looks, apparently, you know, like a lot of society sees it that way. So, you know, men aspire to want the most attractive woman, and they think they would deserve it if they are have the high status power and money and all that. But um, we were talking a little bit earlier. And our philosophy is what I thought was, you know, the more attractive you are, you could get any of that. <laughs> and then the status and the attraction for a man, if you have a lot of status power and money and attraction, then that's like pretty much the top of the scale. And then you go down from there. So did you have any Um, thoughts you wanted to relay? Well, I,
1: so I read the paragraph just for everyone. Um, So I, I find that to be a definite. uh, It's definitely happening in the U S and it's also exactly what's portrayed in Hollywood. So you see a much older leading man, you know, who could be in their fifties, but the actress that they that plays their romantic interest is like 25. Um, and I find that to be really interesting regardless of how successful a a woman is, even if they're still attractive, it's the younger, more attractive person, that woman who's the romantic interest. So, um, I, I think that's really something that's happening in society today. And I know as, two uh i say older attractive women i think we're attractive um and you know finding a decent normal person and we're both very successful in our fields they don't find value in that and or it could be somewhat in i guess intimidating if they're not as successful so i
0: i mean i don't know where the balance is but i agree well I will say on that comment you just made, it's, I would say unattractive people find us attractive. (laughs) Like, I mean, because they're, you know, of that age group and that, you know, they can't get the younger girls necessarily. So they aspire to the attractive older women. I don't know. This is going to sound like really conceited, but that's how I see it. Like it's, it's, you know, all men want attractive women and, and they almost feel entitled to it, especially if if they have the status and the power and they just can't understand why some women won't be attracted to them but we are becoming more superficial slash we 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 want attractive men as well you I know mean, everyone i guess everyone wants an attractive person but if you are not if you are a 5 you should probably not aspire to a 10 or a 9 or an 8 even like you can aspire to that and be lonely and alone or you can go for someone who is you know more equal in your looks and that sounds superficial and terrible and obviously there's you know, people should personality and the way you, you are are you are made to feel and all that kind of stuff. You know, is is obviously key as well. But if you're going on just the looks, like this article talked about, or at least yeah. for women. Well, and I think the key
1: point so that I think we're trying to make maybe is um, boiling that article down is that regardless of the physical attractiveness of the man, the they see value in all of their own accomplishments and success. And on multiple levels, they see their attractiveness. They see that they have value in these multiple areas. Whereas when they see a woman, they only see value in their attractiveness, not in the other areas um, that men are judging themselves on um, as seeing a value. So that's kind of boils that whole
0: thing down. Thank you. Yes, exactly. That's that's what I was trying to say and going for, and that's what the article says. I'm here to help. Yeah. So men just, yeah, they 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 are so sure that their traits are the attractive part where they can get anyone they want because they have all the values, you know. That that it's seen as right. men having those values. Exactly. So, yeah. Right. Basically, what you said. So hang in there, ladies. So stop trying to repeat it yeah I mean it's yeah it's it's coming around, you know like when they can't get those women anymore or they're they finally realize that, yeah, it's awesome to have those traits, but not every woman will go for it if the looks aren't included or at least you know being treated well and all that stuff, which right. they may treat someone well, but yeah,
1: once again, yeah you, you so said
0: <laughs> men as the article is intended.
1: be more open minded don't just look at someone's physical attractiveness, look and see what's inside their heart and all the other points of value and women hang in there. It's not a lost cause.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I'll go back to my statement. If you know, find someone your equal attractiveness level, if on just based on physical stuff, you know, one of the, one of the shows I mentioned Indian matchmaking, the guy was, you know, on the lesser attractive side, not like a bad thing, but The woman that they chose was very much as equal, and they got along great. And you know, I think they're going to work out. There was another guy who was similar looks wise, maybe a little better looking, but he, the woman that was his match, I thought attractiveness wise, and they got along really well. He thought he deserved like the hot chick, and so, needless to say, she said she set him up with the hot chick, and she immediately was not interested, you know, because she was hot and he wasn't like, and he was like confused, and that's where this whole topic idea came from now that i sound sufficiently um (laughs) superficial and now that we've beaten that (laughs) that stuff that's not what (laughs) i know i know and that's not i mean i've preached most of the time over this podcast that it should be about personality and all that kind of stuff and you know just two people's connections having shared values and compatibility the attachment styles love languages sex languages all of that equaling out and all of the, the experts I've had on, uh, we've had on just, you know, reach out to any of those that um, speak to you and can give you more clarity. So it's good yeah. to basically thank you guys yet again, unless you have more. To um,
1: I, say. you know, I think we've kind of covered a lot of topics. I think three or four topics in this, in this particular episode that um, I think it's, I think one, I'd really like to thank everyone across the world, um, for listening and partaking in this conversation. I think it's very important that we take this topic out of being taboo and making it a safe space to talk to each other about, and not just to, you know, your closest inner circle. Um, and two, I, I think it's important, you know, send a message or a comment below, um, with any topics that you'd like to hear in the future. And we really, really appreciate your liking and subscribing and sharing um, on whatever platform you're listening to here. So thank you so much, everyone.
0: Yes. And actually, rather than try to repeat that, I will just go with what you said at the end, because <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what we need to say is thank you very much. Yes. And what Chris said. <laughs>
1: well, we appreciate you all have a great I don't know. How long is, when's there going to be our next uh, season start?
0: Okay. Um, we'll have to see on that. It's up in the air right now, but hopefully there's enough prior episodes to go revisit before yeah. season three comes so, out.
1: Well, so. we'll talk to you in a couple of months. And if you have any questions, send us an email. Like I said, like, subscribe, share. Thank you again.
0: All right. Thanks so much, guys. Frank's all, Frank's talk. sex and dating
1: educates,